Yep. We're here. We're going to talk now. Welcome to the Rom-Com Dudes. We're here for the first time in a long time. Sorry yeah. about that, everyone. We, uh, we've we been busy men. Yeah. Busy dudes. I'm sorry. My bad. Um, I'm Rom-Com Dude number one, Austin. I'm Rom-Com Dude number two, Carlton. We're going to talk about A Knight's Tale today. Um, but first, I wanted to talk about... Uh, this little call out that happened. <laughs> I'm on Reddit a lot and uh, probably more than I should be. And I follow this uh, subreddit. A subreddit is like a, I don't know, it's like a specific forum for a specific thing is the best way. It's a is forum. That, yeah. It's a forum. Yeah. If you don't know what Reddit is. I'm, a lot of us do now. I feel yeah. like it's not as obscure as it was like yeah, 10 years ago. For or the two people who don't know what Reddit is, it's just a a fancier forum like what forums used to be back in the but like easier like yeah. it's easier to look at and, and all of the forums are in one place instead of having to search a million different websites for really bad forums yeah but and also reddit like is a forum but it's also like a voting system forum so if somebody writes something terrible then they can get voted down and people won't see it yeah meaning like so it's kind of democracy democratized 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 uh forums which is a fun aspect of it as i well. think it, i think it works well yeah well it's like the most i think it is the most popular social media website now. is it really i think it passed well more active it might be the most active uh, okay it's something like that interesting so i was on um i listened to this podcast i've said this before but i listened to this podcast called blank check with griffin and david it's one of my all-time favorite podcasts honestly i got a lot of the a lot of ideas from it and probably was the inspiration of starting this that's kind of up in the air though because i started listening to blank check i think in the summer and we started this podcast in the summer so it's i've always wanted to start a podcast yeah but i just liked how blank check kind of and there, there in the first couple of episodes which are debatable of, of their quality we've talked about even taking those down but we talked about interesting things that they did that we like to do yeah yeah for sure and as a preface <laughs> one of the things that they do that we have and i've said this before we ripped off we have totally ripped off this is the uh, the box office game they do this box office game and it's our it's the exact same thing that we do at the very end we guess the movie of off the box office numbers and unfortunately we're probably gonna switch this whenever i guess that i'm really bad at it well i might be really bad at it too and that's what's crazy about blank check is they're really good at it and that's what's interesting aren't they they're involved in the movie industry so griffin griffin is uh he's in the tick the amazon tick he's moth uh okay so he's an actor he's an actor yeah and he's gonna be in the new uh master of the universe he's oko is that the character's name oko you know, Master of the Universe is uh, He-Man. Oh. So he's the one with the hat. Oh, okay. So he's going to play Maybe. that part. I had no idea they are doing that. Yeah, Netflix is, I guess. And Mark Hamill's in it. And Interesting. Yeah. But I don't think it's a live action. I think it's still just animated. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. Um, anyways, he's an actor, and then David's a film critic. So th- Okay, that makes th- sense. They're just so, they're really good. And uh, honestly, I hope I'm as, we are as good as them someday. I, that's yeah. like my goal is like just be as fun and entertaining as them but you know we never will be so that's fine we do this for our benefit yeah you said before you came in carlton that you you like oh it's just like a stress relief yes. coming and doing this so that's really what it is for me it's really nice it's fine like, i had a certain someone i won't call it a name but they're when we found out we only have like 20 listeners like why do you do that I'm like because i like it <laughs> oh yeah we have 30 listeners 30 listeners okay Let's give our 30 listeners yes. the, the... Give credit where credit's cre- due. Yes. <laughs> 30 listeners. Thank you, 30 listeners. It's not a waste of time if we're having fun. Honestly, it's just two dudes talking about rom-coms. And if people want to listen, then they want to listen, okay? Because we would do this anyways. We yeah. talk about movies. I talk about movies all the time. Um, okay, so anyways, going back to Reddit, there's yes. a guy on this Blankies. It's called Our Blankies is what the subreddit is called for Blank Check. That's what they call their listeners, Our Blankies. So... <clears throat> His t- his title is Blank Check Has Ruined Me from Other po- Movie Podcasts. So he he says some stuff saying, like, 
I've listened to a lot of movie podcasts, but Blank Check's number one, and I can't listen to anything else because Blank Check is the gold standard. And I want to say that that is 100% true. I think Blank Check is one of the best movie podcasts out there. Blank Check, I listened to another one called Slash Filmcast, but I still look forward to Blank Check more than Slash Filmcast because of just how entertaining they are. So <clears throat> he, he says in his second paragraph, he said, did some sampling and found one called Rom-Com Dudes. I don't mind calling them out, because he says he's not going to call out the other one. That does an exact copy of the box office game. And I want to, I'm the first to admit, I did copy the box office game, is what I did. It was like, I, I've said that we admittedly, like, in the first couple of episodes, like, this is not our own idea. Yeah, I took this from Blank Check. And I mean, if anyone, any consistent listeners, Austin has regularly talked about the greatness of Blank, Blank Check. Check. Yeah, <laughs> I, and not only that, but like, now, well, yeah, big talker of blank check. I will admit, though, I probably should say it every time. And I, we've talked about this now as we're going to just call it the blank check box office game. Yeah. We're just going to name it after them yeah. because it's their game. Yep. Well, and we'll talk about that. I wouldn't say it's their game because it's not the most, like, ingenious, like, perfect game yeah. in the entire world. I mean, because people have been using the box office to write articles and do different things. And play games with them yeah. all the time. Yeah. So he said, uh, one guy tries to guess the top five from the weekend the movie opened, except he gives up after one hint, and the other guy names it. I'll check out the first episode, mid-2019, to see if they admit the thievery. <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> so Carlson does it most of the time, as you know. And uh, he doesn't... I mean, I'd, I'd give Carlson the benefit of the doubt. He does pretty good. There's been you the past where I'd, I kill it. Yeah, and... But I'm, there's times where I, I fail miserably, I'll admit. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's hard. We know that. Um, okay, so I decided to reply back because I saw this, which is just the craziest happenstance ever, I feel like, that I got called out on this on Reddit. So I said, okay, this is weird, and I even feel strange for admitting this, but I'm the creator of Rom-Com Dudes, and is a 100% total ripoff of the box office game. I say this in multiple episodes. I also say that I'm a huge fan of blank checks. I know it's lazy, and my co-host is not very good at it. Sorry, Carl. Oh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> you're doing you you do better than i because i watch movies way more than you and yeah. i'm more into the movies than you are and I, i'll admit i you're probably better at it than me so we're gonna find out today because we're still gonna play the box office game and we might switch some things up but not today we're gonna figure for the next out. little while it'll be called blank check box office game yes so we have talked about stopping it, but we do like talking about the box office. We just need to do it in a fun way, and we haven't found out how yet. So, makes it's sense. It's interesting. A lot of the people on there, like, so in reading it, most of them defended the idea, like, why, why is that a big issue? Yeah. Then he says, uh, or I say, we've been reinventing our episodes in the last month to change up the pace and ideas, which is true. Yeah. We're trying to find kind of a different foothold, and we've said that, uh, mostly because we... I don't know if two-hour episodes are the best, even though our two-hour, our longer episodes seem to have more views, but that's, that's another thing. Uh, we average 25 listeners a week, which is not true. We average more like 30, 35 now, which is good. We're growing. Yeah. Um, so I didn't think we would have a blank, chan, blank check fan listen to our episode. Honestly, I'm just thankful. Check this out. Let me know if anything else could be better at the show. So <laughs> he replies back. Did you read all this? I didn't read his reply. So he said, oh, hey, sorry that I sounded too harsh there. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of harsh. But, you know, it's fine. I mean. This guy's name, let me say. I'll be, like, as much as I kind of give him crap, it's a fair thing to say. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. going to say that he's, like, being unfair. I think he seems a little PO'd by the idea, which was funny to me. I don't know if he's if he's pissed off, but he's he's. Like, uh, just, I can't listen to other podcasts. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, to me, I'll read this, but he says he's going to listen to them all. By the way, I had 73 up, up votes on that, and his his post only had 40, so whatever, guys. <laughs> he even says, he's like, I'm going to continue listening to your guys' podcast. So that's cool. His name is Paco is my nickname. That's his username. Uh, all one word. So he said, oh, hey, sorry that I sounded too harsh there. I've listened to only five episodes, so that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Earliest was number eight, about time. So I haven't heard the part about copying the box office game. Good of you to be upfront about it, though. As a typical internet commenter, I like constructive criticism, so I don't know what advice I can offer, but I do appreciate that you're not doing the whole thing ironically. Like, can you believe that we're dudes and we're watching these chick flicks? Isn't that crazy? I never wanted to do that. Yeah. I never wanted... Because... We just want to watch rom-coms. Like yeah. it's, I think it's a fun genre that's dying. Yeah. 
And it's a genre that I probably know the least amount about. I wish I wanted to start a podcast about horror films. That's my favorite, but there's too many, yeah. you know? So chick flicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he said, I can't stand that. My cynical, hardly original advice, which you probably thought of anyways, is to be beholden to the Netflix rom-com schedule, which I kind of agree I want to do more. Well, Netflix is the only company I feel like doing rom-coms like said, you, you'll, you'll see a, an, uh, you, you get two or three a year that are actually heavily advertised. Yeah, Camille Nunjani is doing one this Yeah, year. and then uh, the... Uh, my gosh. Okay, think about it. Seth Rogen. Is he doing another one? No, they just did the one. Oh, the long shot. Long shot. Yeah. Like I said, <laughs> we did that on the podcast. Didn't we? No, we've talked about doing it. We w- Oh, I just watched it. I'm, I thought we watched it no. for the podcast. <laughs> nope. Oh my gosh, I'm losing it. Every rom-com, I'm like, oh yeah, we did it for the podcast. That's the only way I'll watch a rom-com. <laughs> um, he said, for better or worse, that's where rom-coms live these days. In other words, be sure to do an episode or two on all the boys' movies. So, you know, for Paco is my nickname. Maybe we'll do all the boys. Yeah. Like I, said, I, I know that, like, on Facebook, I mean, the five people that I actually see her when we post stuff on Facebook, like, I kind of mocked it a little bit. Like, that, I get where he's coming from. I think it's fair criticism. Yeah. But. And then um, there's some other people who say, uh... He, this guy says, as someone who wants to do a podcast, and one day will like, or probably will likely only have two people listen to his podcast. He's like, I'll plan to rip off the box office game too. Other people say, like, hey, try doing something different, like um, figure out how much money the movie actually made. So, like, take the box office number, then take out how much the movie costs, and then you know, figure out how much advertisement costs, and then kind of do it that way. And I'm like, that sounds complicated. But I told him I love that idea. It's, it's, it's a cool idea. <laughs> it's a cool idea, but it's like, how do you do that? I yeah. don't know. Like Because I was under the, and we even talked about this once, I was under the impression whenever you see like a budget, mm-hmm. I assume it's the whole budget. It's not, yeah. They, it's just the film Yeah, because the production company will, or like Warner Brothers does yeah, the advertising, but Warner Brothers technically might not have made the movie. Yeah. Right? Like for a big, the Big Sick is a great example of that. I'm sure Camille produced the movie with his buddies, and then Amazon bought it later and then marketed it. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Um, well, that's else? a whole other interesting business model, just the way that streaming works in general, because you don't have the theater. Um, yeah. You don't have the theater revenue now. Like said, Netflix, for example, who produces quite a bit of romantic comedies. Yeah. Um, I don't, this guy wrote another comment that I've never, I didn't read all this. It's probably, I mean, there's enough of those. There's probably been a little more conversations. Yeah, I didn't see all this stuff, so I'll have to go back and read it. Yeah, that's a basic idea. I wanted to, there's another guy on here, though, that's, what did he say? Oh, this guy kind of defended us, and he said, not really playing check invented the box office game. His name's Teprak. Teprock. It's not like it's unthinkable for someone else to come up with that idea. Have you tried the next picture show? He talks about other podcasts. Anyways, I, I comment on a few of them, a few places that say, yeah, we ripped it off. So just to, just to let everyone know, like we might look into ideas of changing that. We still want to talk about the box office because I find it very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll from now on call it blank check. Because I remember box there, office was a, game. there was a movie we watched where it didn't do well in the box office, but for some reason it like had a bit of a cult following i can't remember what film it was we were talking about like it did not do well box office yeah there's a few but then it did really well just with move with it, like dvd sales when yeah that, was more of a thing. that happens a lot i think 10 things i hate about you was i that, think that was it i think that sounds about right so 500 days of summer i think was one that was i think there's probably actually been a few i think yeah but, it, it happens more than you yeah think. i think we talked about specific i just can't remember which one we talked about specifically i think one of the most Famous cases is Zoolander, which I wouldn't say is a rom com, but they it did okay at the box office, but then like DVD sales and stuff just just jumped it. Oh no, Carlton's reaching for his water. Yeah, I thought I had it closer. We're good. Um. Okay, Night's Tale. I wanted to call this series. I posted this on Facebook, but I call pop it fantasy. Pop Fantasy. That's, it's a good name, right? It is because we're doing a Night's Tale today, and then we're already twenty minutes in, aren't we? <laughs> Spent way too long on all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who cares? It's You're, it's kind of fun. We've been recording for twenty minutes. Yeah, so, so fifteen. Yeah. So okay, 
so pop fantasy because we're doing a nice tale and then we're gonna do a princess bride and because these movies are like fantasy i won't even say it's fantasy based but it's medieval well it is princess bride is definitely technically fantasy. fantasy i mean i don't know if a nice tale's fantasy but it's kind of that medieval time era <clears throat> but then there's like things thrown in like we will rock you at the bleachers or whatever is happening yeah. in the night's tale um but yeah this movie uh did not like it i don't like this movie <laughs> really it's so boring i think <laughs> i have sorry <laughs> i probably have a lot of nostalgia with it because uh-huh. we bought it because i mean it came out in 2001 uh-huh. and i remember watching this a lot growing up and yeah so I, I think my parents got it fairly quick after it came on yeah, I, I know it was, like, really popular within our kind of bubble here. I, like, I know I've watched it at kind of parties and stuff, and yeah. it was on at least, and I, I would... Because it's a really clean film. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, Paul Buttony's in it. Yeah. So I like to call him in this movie, because you yeah. see his butt a lot. But, I mean, there isn't really a lot of... Other than that, it's... Overly... Yeah, like, that's... It's I mean, kind of brutal. Like, the jousting stuff can be pretty intense. It can, but, I mean, but it's never, like overly gory no, there isn't any like no swearing overly explicit swearing yeah um there's no sex in it yeah so i have two problems with this movie there's there's two parts right there's the jousting side and then there's the romance side yeah that's the two halves of the movie yeah. so when we're in the jousting part i'm like oh yeah this is okay you know for me it was like yeah it's fun i guess and i but i i feel like i should love a movie about jousting way more than it has yeah and then when we get to the romance side i'm like okay let's get more jousting because the romance is boring in this it is it's so bad i was falling asleep i couldn't keep my eyes open during any of the romance his the the hero's journey would yeah i mean that part is more interesting than the love i thought it was predictable i oh it's very predictable ah, it was it was driving me nuts because i was like i know he's gonna become a knight like yeah. through all this it's called a knight's tale which is fine it's but so that's that's one one issue i have when i'm like okay let's see more joust the, then the joust comes then i'm like okay joust is kind of boring let's go to the romance and then the romance paul buttney's the best part of the movie in my opinion he is so every time he's on screen it's electrifying i'll get yeah i i wish okay so I wish there was more Paul Paul Buttony in in the world. Honestly, I, I yeah, he's a fantastic actor. So. I can't wait for WandaVision. Honestly, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm excited for that. So that's the one. My one issue. The other issue I have is I just wish they leaned more with the pop side, right? Like the movie starts and they're playing "We Will Rock You" or whatever. The the audience is doing this modern century song. And they do it for five minutes, and then they forget about it. They don't do it again until the very end. Yeah. And it, it's like, oh, I wish they just leaned more into that. Yeah. Where they would have played more pop music or done something more fun throughout the whole thing. It is interesting that they do that as little as they do, because um, I remember even having a high school teacher talk to me about this, one of my English um, professors, I was weird, English teachers, just high, high school. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of even like yes, it looks medieval. A lot of the dress, but a lot of the dress is influenced very much by like '90s and 2000, like the coloring. Yeah. The uh, you can see that, I yeah. guess. So there's there's a lot of modern pop culture um, infused with it. I know, but I just feel like they didn't lean into it uh, yeah. enough. Like it's so subtle, and that might be true, but it, it it's so subtle that yeah. I a person couldn't notice that. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. And so I was like, man, you know who'd make this movie better is like someone like Edgar Wright, where they would lean way more into that kind of fun side. Because they're never going to remake something like this. It's just something that they don't remake. Yeah. But can you imagine Edgar Wright remaking this film? Uh, It would be better. It'd be an incredible film. It'd be bloody, which would be kind of fun. Like the jousting would have more stakes, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Doesn't the guy, he gets his face stabbed in this though, right? Am I wrong? Don't he gets stabbed in like... Oh, in the chest, yeah. Yeah, because he has the bad guy. Who... I thought the bad guy got stabbed in the face, but not... Um, yeah. So overall, I, I will never... I mean, if I watch this movie again, it's going to be on accident. <laughs> That's, I've rewatched this movie multiple times in my life, and I... I know people love this movie, so it's not like... So I'm sorry. It just wasn't mine. You don't you know? have to like it. You know, it's, it wasn't my cup of tea. And it's hard to be like, oh, man, we're watching A Knight's Tale, and then we're watching a Princess Bride, The Princess Bride, which is like the perfect movie, it's, in my opinion. That, that is a, it's a weird back-to-back. 
Because, like, you... It's almost objectively like any person they're who says if someone says a Knight's Tale is better than Princess Bride, they're they're wrong. They're wrong. Like, and what's funny is a Knight's Tale. I feel like is is so heavily influenced by oh yeah Princess Bride, and I think a lot of pop fantasy, if it if it leans towards kind of the more medieval realm, is influ- like you yeah. almost can't get influenced. Princess Bride was like the first, and I'm making up this genre of pop yeah. fantasy. <laughs> But it's kind of catchy. Yeah, it works. You know, like El Enchanted would be in that. Yeah. Um, uh, somebody made a list. Right? Enchanted. Enchanted. And uh, the other one, Penelope. There's like, but like Nanny McPhee might be in there. Yeah. Kind of stuff like that. Um. Yeah, I. It's it, it was just you know it wanted to be Princess Bride and it it wasn't. There's yeah. it's not funny enough. You know we got I thought I wish Alan Tudyk was a little bit funnier. Because he has some moments that are great. Yeah. He's very Alan Tudyk, and he's, he's great. Yeah. But he's just not in it. I, I think the dynamic of the group mm. is probably some of the more interesting parts of the whole film. Yeah. I, I, think I would they agree. I think th- those are the best parts. I would agree with that. I Yeah, when those four, um, Alan Tudyk, uh, Mark Addy, Heath Ledger... And Paul Buttony, I'm gonna just call him Paul Buttony this whole episode because he's he's, <laughs> he's like naked half the movie. It's so great. <laughs> That's the best scene. I honestly think him coming up, like they go That's up to him so naked. Funny. He's like, "Where's your clothes?" And he's like, "I lost it in a bet or something." <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say it's a bet because you find out later no, that he's he has a gambling a game. addict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when those four are together, it's yeah. just it, that is a lot of fun. And then I think like the initial when they find their knight dead. And then Heath Ledger's like, oh, I'll become the knight. And they're like, no, you can't. That's against the rules. You can't yeah. joust if you're not a knight. Yeah. It's so interesting. I also, that was interesting. I think also um, there is something to say about the, there's the moment where he becomes, he's doing sword fighting and jousting. And he's really good at sword fighting, but he kind of wants to challenge himself a little bit with, mm-hmm. the, with the jousting. And I thought that was kind of an interesting dynamic that they forget about. Like, yeah. they just totally don't bring up sword fighting again, I feel yeah. like. And I'm like, well, he's really good at that, and he can get rich off the sword fighting 100%, but they yeah. decide to joust. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know why he wants to joust so bad. Does it say? And you don't really get it until he um, goes against the villain, whatever his name is. Yeah, but he comes later, and the only reason he's the villain is because, like, he's the best. Yeah, he's a douchebag. Yeah, he's <laughs> douchey. I mean, they... Uh, Okay, uh, defend this movie for me. Tell me what, like, I know you said it's nostalgic, but like, what for you? What makes it so good? I, th- so I think they could have done. I think they they own the cheesiness. I don't think so. Really? I guess we just have to agree to disagree. Because yeah, I've seen cheesier. I think a princess, the Princess Bride, is a cheesier film. And oh yeah. I, I know I'm comparing the perfect pop fantasy movie with this movie. Yeah. But they could have. That, I guess that was my argument. Is they could have leaned more into that cheese, but they don't. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. I, I think I also just have. A, I have a really just strong affinity to Heath Ledger. Just period. Like, I have. There's a few actors where like, the movie could be mediocre, but I think they're a good enough actor that they carry their weight fine. Yeah. Like Chris Pratt's another actor that I really liked. I've seen plenty of movies where they're not great films, but he's in it. Yeah. And I enjoy it. Yeah, he kind of lights up the screen a little bit. Like I said, he charisma. He, I mean, it's hard to. It's really hard to carry a bad film by yourself. Mm-hmm. And he's not the only one, so that helps. Well, I think, but I think Bunny carries this film. He's not in it enough. I think if he was in it more, he could. If he was in it more, I think it could have been a better film. Yeah. The, whatever her name is, Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Not a great actress. Oh my gosh. At all. I think she's the villain's bad. So bad in this. I'm sorry. She's a great actress. And she does good things, but I just don't. I've never seen her anything else. I don't. Let's see. Uh, She's in Better Call Saul. Or Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. I've never seen. I love those shows. I need to watch them. She's a big uh, TV actress, it looks like. Okay. Um, She's not good in this. She's British. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel bad because those are the worst parts. The romance in this is the worst. And and the comedy's fine. Uh. I love when Paul Buttony comes up and he's doing his little emceeing. So fun. It is. So fun. He's, I'll talk about Paul Buttony all day again. Uh, I thought it was interesting. One of their, one of the friends, Mark Addy, he's uh, Roland. Okay. Yeah. He's the king in game of Thrones Hmm. who dies in season one, I think. 
kind of I've fun. Never, never seen You've seen his memes though. He has like the big old beard. Oh, okay. Beard. I'll show you a picture of him. Um, our, our My guest. biggest grievance, I didn't even realize this until now, it is, it's too long. This movie? Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's this r- movie should have been cut to an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, easily. I'm so glad you said that because I was going to bring that up and I forgot. Like, that's, my, <laughs> that's my biggest grievance with it. And like I said, I don't know if I have a good, like, objective argument as to why I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I think I just simply like it. Yeah. It's, it's just... I think it's passable, right? For yes. a lot of people, it's yes. it's an easy watch. Well, I, if it was shorter, I think it'd be easier. Yeah. But... It's still an easy watch. Like, it's a good... Like I said, like, talking about the beginning, it's, a, it's pretty... F- family-ish friendly like there's a yeah. couple of stuff like uh eh, some things they talk about it gets a little aggressive for younger audiences but not too young yeah i agree um my our guest just text we have a guest for our next episode he just said i'm on a, on my way and i'm like i'll just have him come in he can sit in here with us yeah, i guess that's fine he can he can say some stuff if he feels right um but you can still come in yeah, so I'm actually going to look at some did you knows to see if there's anything that stands out. Um, um, we could talk about the plot a little bit, I guess. It kind of, I, like I said, it's a pretty easy plot to explain. Yeah, it's it, it, the their knight dies. You never know who this knight is. Which Sir is, Hector. Sir Hector. Honestly, that's a smart way to start. Mm-hmm. Like the movie's not about him. Um, we don't need to know about him. We don't know. We don't need to know if he's a good jouster. So we also know that jousting is only for knights. So Heath Ledger. Uh, makes up a kingdom that he's from and so that he can joust for Sir Hector. And he play he is Sir Hector oh, for yeah. the first joust. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, he becomes Sir Hector. But then the other ones they make up a kingdom, right? Yeah. Paul Paul Buttony helps him do that. Yeah. So then Paul Buttony comes into play and he convinced Paul Buttony convinced him to let him be part of the crew. Which I'm so glad they did. Like yeah. he is the best part, guys. Yeah. Come on. And like, and a lot of it at the beginning is they're really poor. Um, you can tell that they're they're dirty, they're hungry, and so they're, they they win, and they could have left. Yeah, they they didn't they tie for first on the first one. I don't, yeah, they, so he was Sir Hector was winning. Yes, and so he just had to pretty much all he fluttered character had to do was just stay on the horse, and they won. Yeah, right, right, right. Because it's like. One point for hitting them and two points for knocking them off, and it's yeah. like three points or something simple like that. And so as long as and it's like three rounds or something, yeah, five something like that. So as long as he stayed, yeah, as long as he stayed on, they'd win, and he won. Yep. And then, and then Heath Ledger says, "Oh, I like this jousting thing. Like that's the reason he wants to joust. It's not really anything else." Well, I mean, you learn later his. Um, oh, money is the big part. Of he it, wants honestly. to become a knight. Like you, yeah. you learn that later. But he can't than, be. But he can't be because it's based on royalty. Yeah. But it's really like the reason, the main reason they do is for money. Yeah. They're all like, we're poor. Also, there's this weird sub like plot with his father. Yeah. Cut all that out. Garbage. It was so, I don't get it. I, it makes the ending a, a little, I mean, not a lot. It makes it a little more emotional. Honestly, do you remember any of it until I just brought it up? Because I forgot. Well, yeah, I've seen this movie a ton, <sighs> a ton of times. True. It's so bad, though. That's interesting. That's an interesting concept in general. Like, what makes something forgettable? Because even if you like it, it's no longer as forgettable. Because I've seen it. Yeah. Easily, fifteen, twenty times. That's true. Um. Anyways, we're not at the subplot of the yeah, father I mean, yet. But and so he goes through because he's an orphan. I guess is what's happening. Is Heath Ledger's what? He's not an orphan. He was in an orphanage, wasn't he? No, he because he. Um, I watched this movie two weeks ago. He is. When you work for what's the word? When you work for a knight, if that's a position. Oh that yeah, uh, uh, now it's in my head. People are gonna scream in their headphones right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a stable uh, is it a stable boy or nope. whatever? Are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay, keep look that up. Um, so they they do pretty well at the jousting, and then they... Squires. Squire, yes. So he becomes a squire. He's, a, right. he's a squire for Sir Hector. That's him right. And all three of them are all just squires, and they... Pretty much, a squire is like... A vol- slave. Yeah, voluntary slavery. <laughs> yeah. So they start training, because they decide they really like doing this, they want to make more money, and so they train, and they these events are like... Olympic events, there's more than one. There's yeah. jou- but jousting's the main. Everyone says like that's where all the fame is is jousting. Yeah. 
but there's like sword fighting, jousting, and then probably like archery. You That's all they talk. They the, only talk the, about the two. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about this, but Heath Ledger's really good at the sword fighting. Yeah. Um, and he does really well, but he wants to be the joust because he wants to be a knight. He, uh, why? Why did they choose the joust? Is it more just money? Pro- um, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think he actually really puts a lot of emphasis on jousting until the frick, whatever his name is, the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, the villain. Yeah, I don't think there's really an emphasis on him really leaning towards it too much. Yeah. Until then. I, like I said, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on that, but yeah, I don't think that's really a big part. Because, I mean, what's it? Oh, my gosh, what is his name? <laughs> the character or the actor? Either one. I don't even know the actor. Um, it's uh, Count Admir. Admar. So Rufus Sewell. Yeah. I don't know who that is. He's in Dark City, The Illusionist. He has the look to be a villain. Yeah, he Doesn't does. Act he probably played the villain a lot. Oh, he's in Judy. Um, He's in The Holiday. Oh, we need to do The Holiday. We do need to do The Holiday. We will. That's our next Christmas He's in The Illusionist, man. He's been in some The Legend of Zorro, Amazing Grace. He looks like he'd be in The Legend of Zorro. <laughs> Zorro. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so, yeah. he, like, he's the hot shot, right? The Tom Brady, you would say, of jousting. Yeah. He's and the, what's other, some sports references, the Kobe Bryant, R.I.P., uh, LeBron James... Tiger, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods I almost of said tiger. jousting. <laughs> it's a Tiger Golf. He would be the Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, Dale Junior. What's his first Dale name? Earn- Dale, Dale Earnhardt Junior. Earnhardt. Sorry, car fans. <laughs> NASCAR uh, of of jousting. Yeah. He would. He's be, the bee's knees. There's no famous uh, sportsman named bee's knees. <laughs> <laughs> but if there was, he would be bee's knees. Yes. <laughs> um, he would be the 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 Michael Phelps <laughs> of jousting. What's this gonna go on for? <laughs> Serena Williams of jousting. He'd be the Serena Williams of jousting. He actually plays tennis with his jousting rod. Also. How are they for jousting rods? They shatter into a million pieces every time they joust. <laughs> Obviously, it's good enough that they can afford it. But did you read that they use spaghetti noodles to make it look more dramatic? They would. They made the jousting rods out of these like spaghetti noodles because they had originally had real jousting rods, but they wouldn't break and splinter like all all cool like. Interesting. The director said, "Okay, we need to pre-break them." And then make it out of spaghetti noodles so that it just looks like a huge explosion on impact. It's a good practical effect. Yeah, it did work <laughs> really well. Also, they really jousted. Did you hear that? Did you uh-uh. read that? Yeah, they really jousted, which is kind of interesting. I mean, it's, it's that now I'm really curious as to how they did that because they they do a good job with like the impact, like when it hit. I mean, obviously, there's now that I'm thinking about the editing is done really well, really well. So when they actually impact, it's usually a cut. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> My. They, um, yeah, they did all of that practically. I don't know if Heath Ledger was on the horse. I doubt he was. I'm sure it was. Cause they had the mask on. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they weren't. Uh, but yeah, uh, they, okay. So then they start sword fighting. He wins a sword fight, but he kind of get, does he get second place in the jousting in that tournament? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He loses. So that's when they start training and then they find Paul Buttony. And then they do more jousting, and then they meet the blacksmith and and Jocelyn. Yeah, and Jocelyn. Which, oh my gosh, I just want to, I just want to, I just wanted to poke my. <laughs> I I'd rather sleep than watch the romance between Heath Ledger and Jocelyn. What's the actress's name? I don't know. You don't have IMDb up, Carlton? No, I I'm actually. Just... I just had it up. We already said her name. That's how forgettable she is. Shan- Shannon Sossaman. Sossaman. Yeah, Shannon Sossman next to Heath Ledger makes Heath Ledger look like a god. But Heath Ledger's really good in everything yeah. he does anyways. I actually think they underuse Heath oh, Ledger I, I agree. in this movie. There's, there's parts where he's used well. He's a, he's a pretty boy in yeah. this movie. That's it. They don't use his comedy chops. They yeah. don't use his acting chops. He's just there to yeah. look good. Um, the director doesn't really do anything else after this movie. Like, 
It didn't do well. That probably it didn't. Why. He, I mean, he, oh, he did 42. I actually like 42. It's 42. That's the baseball movie. Uh, oh, that's a... Uh, Jackie Robinson. He did that? Oh, I really enjoyed that He wrote that it. He wrote it. Oh, okay. oh, no, he directed it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually like 42. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, Brian, um, Brian Helgeland. Hel- Helgeland is his name. This made me laugh. Sorry, just looking through trivia. This has nothing to do with the plot line. Uh, well, technically. So when he first meets Jocelyn, uh-huh. uh, he follows her around. He's on his horse. He's flirting with her. And she goes into a cathedral. And so for the scene when William, oh, it's William. That's his, the character's name. Follows Jocelyn to the cathedral. The sound of his horse's hooves are produced by using coconuts. Oh, like uh, like in uh, Monty, Monty Python. Python and the Holy Grail. That brought me joy. <laughs> I wish Monty Python and the Holy Grail had a romance in it, because I'd love to do that movie. Oh, there's another pop fantasy. Monty Python? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. And the Holy Grail and the Life of Brian. Those are both kind of pop fantasy. Well, I don't know. Again, fantasy. It's fantasy. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, I love The Blacksmith. It turned this... It turned this sausage party of a movie into something interesting when oh, the yeah. girl came in because she, she's not a love interest by anyone. She's yeah. just like really good at her craft, and I yep. thought that was really interesting. And uh, she's fun; like mm-hmm. she she looks like she's the only one having a good time in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the three the four amigos when they come together they yeah. they kind of, well Paul Bunny again of, of course he always looks like he's having fun. Yeah. he looks like a pale dreamy boy. Um, so I know, I think we're skipping a lot, but honestly, there's not a lot going on other than the jousting. And then there's like little stuff, like there's stuff going on in between the jousting and the, like we meet the villain, we meet the girl, we meet the blacksmith and then they joust some more and then there's romance and then they joust and then. Cause so something happened. I don't know. The storyline with the father, is there something at the beginning with it or is it just the middle and in the end? I think it's just the middle and the end. Yeah. Like I said, it's a fairly, it's basic. It's a basic yeah. storyline of the hero's journey, and he meets the girl along the way. Yeah. He, he, uh, the father abandons him. So the, the Tell fa- me about the father, because I totally so Yeah, so, it, so one of the things that happens is, it's when he, um, jousts, what's his face? Bad guy. The I'm bad guy. The bad guy. There's only really one bad guy, so it's easy to use for this film. Um. His his uh, night outfit looks pretty cool though. In this, has like a whole on like face guard. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell he's got money. Well, the the night outfits are very poppy looking. You know, oh, they yeah. are. I don't know if that's the outfits they would use during that time. Yeah, I, it's I, very romanticized. Yeah, but it's it's they're pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. Count Admir. Admir. We'll just call him the Count. Count. <laughs> um, so when he does lose the the Count, he his helmet gets knocked off and he has a. Oh, flashback. Right. Yeah, right. That's right. that's what happens. So you learn about his father, and he's poor. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a parade that happens too, where he he wants to be a knight, and a guy makes fun of him. And he says, "You can't be a knight." Yeah, right. And the father's like, "You can be a knight if you want to be." Type. Right. It's, that's kind of one of those types of messages. It's very. I mean, it, there's aspects of this storyline that I like, and there's aspects that I deeply dislike. Yeah. <laughs> and the father's not a very good actor. So that, that's probably part of it. Um, so he he hasn't become a squire. I, I think because that's the... Oh, that's right. He doesn't abandon him. Yeah, he just no. like says, hey, here, I want you to... And a, a lot of it is probably like the financial... I mean, the, the, that type of stuff, you hear about that a lot. Yeah, he probably sold them. Probably right. I don't know. If, maybe. Maybe. We don't know. It doesn't say in the movie. Yeah. That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Because then, then he Ledger could have been mad at his dad. That could have been a much more interesting storyline. And then the dad could have been like, listen, son, I did this because you wanted to be a knight, and this was the only way I could think of, and I got money from it, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was an added bonus. Yeah. So that's the basic... So that's how you find out why he doesn't know his dad or why it's not he's not the picture. Or yeah. Pretty much his... A very brief origin story of Heath Ledger's character. Yeah. That's, I mean, there's really three moments throughout the film where stuff like that happens. You, you find out how how he left his dad. Mm-hmm. You find out later on his dad's alive in mm-hmm. the last scene. I really kind of the only... That's the pinnacles of that storyline. Pretty yeah. short, pretty small. Useless. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, it tells you why he was with Hector, I guess. Yeah. But um, Sir Hector. I said, I don't know if there would have been 
Listen, I, whether you agree or disagree, I don't think there would have been even if even if it's a weak storyline, there wouldn't have been the same emotional weight at the end without it. I don't think there was emotional weight at the end anyway. So, <laughs> so we <laughs> agree to disagree. You know what, Carlton? Eat an apple. <laughs> We're in this room and it has a lot of toys. It's my daughter's playroom, and there's a like a felt apple on the floor. I just threw at Carlton. Okay, so um, I want to talk about Heath Ledger's. I like his transformation of his kind of uh, jousting guard, his outfit, jousting outfit, mm-hmm. his knight outfit, I guess is yes. the best way. At first, it's like really bung- banged up and ugly and looks cheap. Sir Hector's old armor. Yeah, which Sir Hector must have been a crappy knight or like they must have been a poor squire, or like just a poor kingdom. Yeah. Because it's pretty beat up. Yeah. How did Sir Hector die? He just died, right? That's yeah, it was from think. the jousting. Oh, okay, okay. So he uh, then they meet the blacksmith and they give her give him this his really cool like knighting outfit. That I really liked. I thought yeah, it was cool. It up. It's just like skin tight and it moves better and it just looked cool. Looked cooler than all the other ones. Even though the counts is like black, which I kind of liked. Yeah. <laughs> but the costume design is pretty good in this. I'll give that. I'll give you that. Yeah. But so. Let's see. There's the final jow. I don't know, man. We're just cruising through this. This story's so basic. Yeah, we can. I'll go through like so. One of the things I'll kind of talk about some things just because they kind of don't. Sure. Like, well, we're already jumping around. Yeah. Um, Paul Buttney's nude scene was shot on his very first day in front of a crowd of extras. Yeah, I wish I was one of those extras. Do you think? I always wonder. I mean, because I mean, he's the the most explicit part of his body is is never seen for obvious reasons. His um, penis? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just clarifying. <laughs> because I know they use like little like, because you, oftentimes when they do like the pixelation, it's like a nude speedo thing that uh-huh. they use. Sure. Do you think there was like some weird like sock? I don't know. Like a, do you a, think there's like a so, tube sock? Yeah. I've think, heard there is. To me, I'm that sure they cover make it. more sense, but I don't know. They're actors. They do crazy stuff all the time. I mean, it would be very distracting if I could just see his wang all the time, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's understandable. <laughs> Uh, I wonder what Vision's junk looks like down there. You know what I mean? Paul Buttony's Vision junk. What? You know, when he's the Vision. When he's Vision. Because he is a... He's humanoid. He's an artificial human. We're going to find out WandaVision. I'm sure of it. Right? Because I think they're going to have children in it. How do they do that? It's Disney Plus. They doubt they're going to go over explicit. Well, they're not going to get explicit, but... They might talk about it. What if, like... She's the magic. What if Spider-Man shows up and says, how'd you guys have children? She and probably just goes bippity-boppity-boo and they have kids. I bet he goes bippity-boppity-boo. I bet they... Kids. They're they, both that, very that's how powerful, they though. Instead of, instead of intercourse, it's bippity-boppity-boo and they have kids. Well, he ha- does, he have the vi- does he have the soul stone in this one? Is that the soul stone? What's in his head? I think so. It's one of the stones. Yeah. Uh, this turns into a Marvel or Star Wars <laughs> podcast every time. So, did you see the new Star Wars yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't like it? Uh, no. Really? Uh, not really. Oh, it's I, fine. It's I fine. liked it. It's fine. What was that? Did you hear that? Oh, it's, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. We're, we we can talk get, about that off mic. Yeah, because we'll get into it. <laughs> Uh, I said you're right. I mean, there we we could try to to break this down more, but there really isn't much. So, I mean, he goes. So he's in London. That's where the last thing is kind of taking place. Um, because like there's a storyline of uh, what's his Sir Ad Admar 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 uh-huh. the Count. Yes, <laughs> that's what we're doing. His the Count. The he Count. has to go to war. Oh right. Um, and so he ends up winning things but he doesn't want so a lot of his thing becomes he just wants to beat the count because he's the only person that can beat him and so he there's a lot of tension based around that and his yeah like I had overly admit I don't really watch the movie for the romance in this so that's I I, I, (laughs) like when I actually analyze I'm like yeah it's really bad everything about it like there's some funny lines like the um when they're getting after each other, when they get in their stupid fight over who knows, I think he, cause he's upset because mm-hmm. he won without beating the count. Right. So he's mad and he takes out on Jocelyn and she says, you're just a silly boy with this stick. And yeah. And there's the good old, 
It's a lance from good old Alan Tudyk. Yes. I enjoy that line. Alan Tudyk's not in enough movies. I agree. He's a lot of voice acting. He's been doing a ton of voice acting. Like, he's the a robot in one of the Star Wars. Yeah, he's in Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. And he's going to be, they're doing another Rogue One kind of spinoff on Disney Plus with the main guy. Oh, interesting. And then Alan Tudyk's going to be in it, too, the robot. And then they, uh, my chair's so squeaky. Can he's you hear that? He's the uh, chicken in Moana. Yeah, which makes no sense. <laughs> he's, I guess. He's the Duke of Wesselton in Frozen. He's All right. Duke Weasel in the Fox and Bunny Disney film. I can't think what that's called. Awesome. Zootopia. Oh, Zootopia. Yeah. He's the weasel. Are you a big uh, Alan Tudyk fan? I mean, I like him. Yeah. I know he's in... I still haven't finished Firefly. Yeah, he's in Firefly. I guess he's an iRobot. He might just be like... Oh, he's he's the robot. He's yeah, sunny. I wondered. He's the robot. He's in Harley Quinn. He plays the Joker. I did not know that. He's in... Uh, oh, he does a lot of voice acting in Frozen. Oh, Train. Can you he guys hear the train? Forgot he does a couple of characters in Frozen. He's huh? Iago in Aladdin. The, the new Aladdin. Oh, he's Danger Boat in the Tick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Look at all this. He's in everything. He's in every Disney movie, at least. <laughs> he's in Deadpool 2. I haven't seen Deadpool 2. Oh. Uh, okay, so, and then who's the... I wanted to talk about uh, um, Mark Addy, who, like I said, was the king in Game of Thrones. He's in Robin Hood. He's, he's in a lot of, like, these older kind of movies, but... Yeah, the cast is good. You know, a lot of these people you see more and more, but they just don't use them very well, guys. Come on, Brian Hedgeland. Use them better. Interesting. What? So when Chaucer first introduces Sir Ulrich, in his speech, the crowd didn't react at first because the Czech extras didn't understand it. Mark Addy's loud prompt tipped them off to start cheering. The awkward moment was left and left in because it made the scene funnier. That's <laughs> I don't funny. remember that scene. Oh, you don't remember it? No. So when he, yeah, when he does, um, you would think as much as you like Paul Bettany's scenes. Yeah, well, he does more than, he does this more than true. once. It's, it's the first time he does it where he kind of goes all oh, extra and he's like, MC. Ah, yep. And he's Sir Ulrich and it's silence. Oh, right. And apparently that was not planned. That's awesome. The checks did not understand it. And so Mark Addy, because Mark Addy does a cheer to get them going. Interesting. Did you see that there was like a fun fact where uh, there's a overshot scene at near the end where you can see a Ferris wheel in like one of the shots? Um, hold on. Okay, Anthony's coming. Cool. Uh, hold on. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, once you finish this, we'll just go to the box office. The blank check box office game. <laughs> so okay so sorry everyone the there's like a wide shot and you can see a ferris wheel in the background and the director said no oh, we saw that we left it in because we thought it, w it was part of that kind of poppy sense of the movie and i'm just like you didn't see that it was because it's the ferris wheel in london i guess it's like it was a practical shot that yeah. they used and then it's a very expensive shot yeah i'm sure it was uh did you read that one did you read that did you read that i, I read the trivia yeah, there was... The aerial shot of London includes a medieval version of the London Eye. It was a model, not CGI, and cost 500000 Oh, he he! they created that? Yeah. Oh, so they did leave it in on purpose. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So anything else you want to say on this? Like I said, I like the movie. I get that it's average. It's a mediocre film. There's a lot of objectively bad things about it. But I love Heath Ledger. Uh -huh. I think it's a endearing storyline. Sure. And is it endearing? I think it's endearing. People so, love this movie. I, yeah. I'm not going to discount that. Like I said, the there's a couple things at the end. Like I said, really long. I always forget how long this movie is. <sighs> Two hours uh, and twelve minutes. The, this this movie should have been an hour and the ending at most. Once the like after the whole. Um, the actual joust, what leads up to that of him becoming a knight. Oh, we even talk about like one of the most important things is he okay. becomes a knight. I didn't like that storyline. Like it was a good attempt of like full circle because the king, whatever king, the guy in London, the 
I think he's the king, mm-hmm. King Edward. Yeah, I know he's a real like it's based off of the real king of the time, or whatever. Um, he just wants to joust. He wants to be a normal person, right? And so he always tries to go into disguise. And oh yeah, and he Heath people Ledger, wouldn't joust him. People wouldn't joust him when they'd find out that because he's the king. But he's Heath the Le- prince. He was he's the prince. prince. Yes, right, the prince. So he still has like royal power, or whatever, because that's an important aspect. Um, but Heath Ledger just does it anyways. Yeah, because they know he's the prince, and the people are like, don't joust him, don't joust him. And he's like, no, he's in this because he wants to joust. Yep. And so he does. It's so beautiful. And then... So uh, that's how forgettable that line, that part was. Yeah. But like I said, at the end, it becomes more important because he... He's so like, Heath Ledger gets found out because he goes yeah. and sees his dad, and the Count finds him. Yep. Um, so he goes to jail, and... Then Prince Edward comes out of the woodworks mm-hmm. and did research on him. Found he out. wasn't in jail. He was in the stocks. He was in jail at first because he gets oh, beat right. up by the And camp. then the stocks because they were going to See, throw... that's stupid. You have been weighed. You have been measured. I be- hate that line. I think that's stupid. Because the, the dad gets in the stocks too at some point. Isn't there a moment where we see someone else in the stocks and we're like... It's kind of a foreshadow of... Um, so the the scene that I talked about earlier when... He says he wants to be a knight as a boy, and they're at the parade. Oh. It's the guy in the stocks that yes. says, like, you can, you'll, you'll never be a knight. Yes, the that's basic conversation. Exactly what, that's what it was. Yep. So um, then he's in the stocks, and people are going to throw tomatoes at him or something. Yeah, they and start, and his little posse comes and defends him. Yep. And then Prince Edward comes out of the woodworks, and they did research on him, finds out that he has some royalty long time ago. So he makes him a knight. He becomes <laughs> Sir William. I don't know his last name. It's a knight's tale. Get it, guys? <laughs> so beautiful. Unpredictable. It's fine. Mock it all you want. Oh, man. It's beautiful. Anyways. It's a, just a perfect ending. A little bow so, on top. And no, then, it's fine. It's then fine. The, the Count does a dirty move. He gets his uh, jousts, his sticks, whatever they're called. Jousting sticks. Uh-huh. And he makes it so that tips will break oh, and there's a yeah. sharp thing in it. So he stabs him. Yeah. And he can't breathe anymore because of the armor. So he takes off his armor and he beats him without any armor because he could probably die. Yep. And then, like, after that, the whole, like, the little, like, weird thing. I, I don't know why. I think it's a Isn't it line. Thunderstruck at the end? I think so. They do a, it's an ACDC song. It's not Thunderstruck. It's yeah. a, he shook me all night long, yep. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. the but the whole you have been weighed, you have measured, you have been found wanted. Yeah, I think it's dumb. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's the end. Uh, one out of ten stars for me. One. I'm just kidding. That low, <laughs> I'm just huh? Kidding. I'm just kidding. I was like, dang. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't give it that low. I think on Letterbox, I gave it two out of five stars. Okay, it was a little that's below fair. average. I said I would. I would. Me. Like I said, trying to look at this objectively, but how much I like it, I would say a, like a 6 out of 10 for me. Ooh, that's pretty good. So it's above average enough for me to enjoy it, but uh-huh. I also know that it's just barely above average. Yeah, two stars. Like 5.5 to 6 would be my... I have a hard time with five stars. I don't feel like it's enough for me. It's plenty. It's all none. you need is two stars. All you need is two stars. All you need is one star, whether you like it. Touche. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so yeah, box office. Let's do it. This was. Let's see how. Oh, the blank check box office game. Yep. Let's see how bad I am at this it. This is uh, two thousand one. Okay. What, what? May. May. Okay. Uh, Night's Tales number one. Nope. Oh really? Well, give me a hint. I'm not gonna just know it. The first one is. I'm so bad with the actors' names too. This is a problem. You can click on the title and it tells you. See, this is I think what people have issues with is you, we don't know. Any. No, because I, I know the oh uh, got Brendan Fraser. That's his name. Oh, it's a uh, mummy. The mummy too. Yes, the second I, mummy. I think it's Mummy the, Returns. Is that yeah. what it's called? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, number one. How much money did that movie make? That I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say thirty million. Thirty-three million. Wow. The first one was a huge hit, so I love The Mummy, man. I would do that. Is that a rom-com? Can we do The Mummy? Never seen The Mummy. Oh, it's so fun. Any, I've never seen any of any any of them. It's like Indiana Jones. It's it's. I've heard good things about it. Most people I know like it. Yeah, we should do The Mummy. I don't think it's a rom-com. Okay, <laughs> number two. Okay. I'm not going to... You're going to have to give me hints. 
Is that nice tail? Yeah. Where's the okay? <laughs> I'm I'm like, where's the nice tail? I, I don't remember what you did for the. I don't remember the hints you'd usually give. Just give me like, uh, like a genre or. Uh, no, I'm just trying to remember when it's the actual movie. I can't oh. remember what hint you'd give me. So nice tail probably what made uh, 15? 16 million. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty. Man, good. you're really good at the numbers part of it. <laughs> you kind of get an idea. I mean, oh, early this, 2000s mm. are going to be less than like nowadays. But we did. I'm not gonna. Do I'm well. gonna do ter- terrible at Princess Bride. Yeah, because that was a while ago. Number three, like I've heard of this movie, so let me. That's good. Is it? Is this oh, a romantic comedy? Here. Is Anthony here? Okay, look that up. I'm gonna see. This is ro- Go upstairs. Can you say hi to the people? Hi. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Definitely won't cut that out. It's too cute. That'll make the that'll be our top rated. Uh, just that moment alone will make this our best podcast to date. I do. Would you like coconut or original? I've never had coconut. Well, you're welcome to try it or I'll, original. I'll try coconut. There you go. Thank uh, you. We're in. We're here. That's I've been. Spurt of energy. What? Which one do you like? Which one do you like? I like both. I don't he's care. smart. He got just all the things that he likes. So he's. Uh, he's I know he you w- said you like the coconut one, so I'll take it right. I've here. never tried the coconut one, so that's what I went with. Have you had the cranberry one? Yeah. That was really good. We're talking about Red Pole. Just so the you... Red Bull. Okay, so official the th- sponsor of the rom com dudes. <laughs> the third one okay. is we're a playing the box office blank checks box office <laughs> comedy drama romance. That's oh, a rom com. It's a drum com. Drum com. <laughs> it's got some big names in it. It's got Colin Firth. It's got oh. Hugh Grant. Did we cover it? No. Oh, it's not a Renee Zellweger. Holy crap! I know this movie. Um, I'm out of breath. Um, do I know this movie? Is it uh, is it a uh, diary? Is it a uh, it's um uh, what's the movie called? <laughs> what's her name? Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Look at you. I wondered. No, you know enough. Okay, let's that's number see. three, huh? Number four, yep. two thousand one. Uh, um, hold on, let me pull it up because I've this never. Is pre, this got... is pre. This is pre nine eleven. We're May. So it's got Fox. Morgan Freeman. Oh, is it a uh, widow? Black widow, or not black? Uh, is it a spider? Along came spider. Yep. Is it called Along Came Spider? <laughs> yeah, I don't. You've heard of this film? It's uh, how much that one made. When the Congress seven, is it seven million? I've never seen Along Came Spider, but I've always three million. Wanted to. Three million. Oh, that's way down there. I don't. I said Bridget Jones. This was. Bridget Jones was four million. Oh, okay, so number five is probably like two million. I don't know because this was Along Came Spider. This was their, its sixth week. Oh. Yeah, Long Came the Spider was pretty popular. I remember it. I haven't heard of it. Okay. Um, so the next one is a car film. A car film? Fast and Furious? No. Fast and Furious came out at that time, didn't it? 2001, yeah. 2002? Yeah. Not the first one, though. Yeah. I mean, maybe later. It's a car film. Yep. Like, uh, it's live action. Sylvester oh, Stallone. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm in weird territory. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Okay, tell me what it is. Driven. Never heard of it. It sounds like a bad movie. Is it bad? 4.6 out of 10. I should... Oh, Driven. Look at that. Oh, it looks cool. It's not... It's like F, F-150 yeah. car movie. So, yeah. Then the rest of the films that weekend. Spy Kids, Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles, Blow, Memento. Oh, that was the ninth week for it, though. Ninth week. And uh, then the Taylor so of Panama. April or March. Interesting. Interesting stuff there, guys. We are, this is the box office, blank checks box office game. Did you hear about our drama? You got called out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, not, we didn't get called. I have mentioned that it's their game, okay? Yeah. I'm not. Uh. It, it was a, he ended up having a good conversation with the kid on Reddit, so. Yeah, we did. Kid. We like this. I don't know if he's a kid, but sorry if you're listening to this. He is a kid. I hope he still listens, though. Tell your friends about us. Um, we're pretty much done, Anthony. You want to do your nice Letterboxd? Tip? Yeah, we are. I'm going to find a review on Letterboxd. <clears throat> I need to get on there. I haven't downloaded my phone. I just haven't. Do you use Letterboxd? You told me about it. Uh, it's it it's the best. More people need it. So, yeah. General census. We have our, our guest for our next episode here. Oh, yeah. Anthony's here. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, but while you look up Letterboxd, um, so general, have you seen A Night's Tale? Okay, he said a long time ago. I realize you're not gonna hear what he's saying. Yeah, but there's very much a split difference on our opinions with this I hate, film. I hated it. I love this film. I think, like I said, it's very I much a nostalgic tea. thing. Yeah, like your 
Like I said, there's things about it, like, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I realized, oh, there's some weak things about it, but I just, I adore Heath Ledger. Like, he could do a really bad film, but I think I'd like the movie still. <laughs> it's, I think it's bad defense. It's not good. The music. What about that, it? That was interesting because it's very well. It was like when you remember it, you think it's like very pop heavy, but it's like it's the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie. There's two that's songs. It. <laughs> it's they uh, do. It's Queen and then uh, ACDC. ACDC. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> it's weird because I remember thinking there was more in it. I thought that I thought it was like that was one of my complaints. Is I I wish it went more that side. It's just not. It's not there. Yeah, it's not. Bad. It would have made it a better film. There's, there's a lot of things like I know objectively could have made it a better film. Yeah, but I still like it, and I'll still watch it. <laughs> I said that. I mean, you can listen to the episode, but I said this movie would have been more interesting if like Edgar Wright directed it. But oh yeah, he well, makes every movie more. interesting. I think Ed, so. yeah, Edgar Wright could take like a good film and make it better in my exactly. opinion. Exactly. <laughs> the jousting seemed cool when I was young. Oh yeah, it's a- it's Anthony well done. Asked if the jousting was cool, and, and it's it is cool. There's but... aspects of the film that are like objectively really well done. Like the set design is really beautiful. Yeah, the, the, the costumes are the really action cool. is really well done. The I what I my biggest complaints are it's not poppy enough, and to the romance, and the jousting kind of ends up being boring for me. The romance though is dreadful the, yeah well the the chick who plays that she's just not good in this it's i don't know if she's so a good actress boring. generally she's just not she's in kiss kiss bang bang when is she in kiss kiss bang bang probably terrible that's who she is <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> i shouldn't say that she's a human being like all and of she's us. in she's in breaking bad and that's a pretty and better call Saul. they're a lot of the acting that's pretty high caliber so she has to be decent okay this guy uh ava i didn't read the whole thing yeah it's fine Ava said uh, she gave it three stars, so she liked it a little bit. Um, TBCH, do you know what that means? Anybody? Let's look TBCH, it up. TBCH, this movie is absolutely an insane, and we watched it. We watched this in English. To be completely oh, there we honest. go. Oh, Anthony's in here, hot. <laughs> this movie is absolutely insane, and we watched this in English for some reason. And I wasn't paying attention the whole time, but I really like Heath Ledger, and I also made a Tumblr, so follow it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not plugging her Tumblr. That's she didn't amazing. even pay attention to the movie. She gave it three stars. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know, thanks, Ava. I'll, I'll I'll go with your five star. I'll 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 say three, two and a half to three. I I'm really it, bad. I at, gave it two stars, but I probably should give it one and a half now that I've talked about it more. <laughs> three. I'm still. Like not, I said, not as bad as the proposal, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our, our standard of like your standard of like really bad romantic. Rom-coms. I still I'm sure enjoy there's it. There's worse comes out there. I have. We need to yet. find some just atrocious, like just terribly rated on like every platform and watch some of those. Oh yeah, it's it's Netflix. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I like if you ask me, I think the freaking Christmas when we watched the oh, Prince Christmas Prince, and you loved it. I thought it was charming. It's fun. It's, it's so, kind of charming. So bad. It's so bad. We uh, there we gotta... there's aspects of it that are charming. I will give it that, but I would much rather watch. I the said proposal. it was bad. I just thought the charm was. good But I just for think me. it's funny that like your gold standard like bad romantic comedies is the proposal. When we the watched... proposal wasn't charming. I disagree. <laughs> Didn't have a prince in it, okay? It had Ryan Reynolds. He's a prince in my eyes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, anything else, Carl? Nope, that's Anthony, it. Anthony, do you want to say anything? You'll be in the next week. Um, yeah, this is just a good introduction, like a sneak peek of the next episode. So, Princess Bride. Whenever it comes out. Yeah, it's true. Uh, anything you want to plug, Carlton? You no, anything? not this week. Um, follow me on Twitter, amuggleston05. I'm going to do that from now on. I'm, I put a lot of stuff on Twitter. and I'm at Carlton with a K. I post like once a week maybe on Twitter. You do more than that, I feel like. I'll retweet more. It's always inspirational or music. I've been doing some more the stuff I've been studying lately, some more no, design it's good. stuff. It's awesome. Uh, okay, uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Um, listen to us. Tell your friends. Tell one friend about this. If you, really, if you really Anthony, like this. do you tell your friends? Yeah, I do. Yeah! Yeah, that's one of the thirty. Yep, <laughs> we, I think it's interesting when you brought up the thirty because, like, technically we haven't like it's slow, but we have been growing. We have been growing actually. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, visit our website romcomdudes.com, which will probably shut down this year. Uh, what else do I say? It's been so long since I've done this. Uh, reviews. Oh, uh, follow us on Facebook. All, on the social meds at romcomdudes. Our most active is Facebook. Yeah, because I'm lazy. Yeah. 
And one day uh, we'll get more into it. Well, nobody. I don't know how to find followers on like inst or on Twitter. It's kind of hard. Where Instagram is a little easier. I feel like we so should I do a should subreddit. Do yeah, no. <laughs> then I'm really copying blank check. <laughs> um, every podcast. That's not. Not every, but there is a lot of podcasts. Most have, podcasts I know have, have a, a subreddit. subreddit. You're right. You're right. We could start one. Then, then we, yeah. Um, okay. And uh, we can else? just get, like we'll just put all of our dirty laundry on there. We'll just put everything that we've copied, everything we've stolen. We'll people, just put on there so people will find it. People are like, "Is this episode done?" <laughs> Probably. This is a long episode. Okay. Thanks. Sorry. Listen. Thanks for listening. And uh, what else? Oh, as always, which I stole from Blank Check as well. Paul Buttony.